Here we go. We're going three, two, one. All right, guys. Welcome back to the Upper Left Pod, episode four. Um, uh, we are going to be talking today on episode four. We're going to be talking our rookie quarterbacks uh, debuts. Their opening, or what our thoughts on the opening of preseason. The Pac-12 ACC Big Ten Alliance. Our top 25 college football um, uh, um Alliance? Oh no, not that, no. The top twenty-five, just our our thoughts in general, and then we're gonna close out today with our top uniforms of all time. But we're against. We're gonna go any team of any. It can be high school, college, pro, any uniform you can think of. Our favorite uniforms of all time. So that's what we're gonna do today, guys. Once again, our podcast is brought to you by Cal's PUD. Thank you, Cal's PUD, for sponsoring our podcast. Take control of your account and make interacting with Calitz PUD easy with SmartHub. Through SmartHub, you'll be able to view detailed usage information, make a payment, enroll in programs, set account notifications, and much more. You'll also receive important news and information about Calitz PUD and can quickly contact us with any issues regarding your service. You'll be able to put yourself in the driver's seat of your Calitz PUD account. Smart management, smart life, smart hub. pod jordan how we doing good how are you how you been i've been pretty good i had a good weekend um i thought i'm gonna do real quick a best and worst of the weekend real quick if that's okay with you yeah go for it okay so my best of the weekend was the fact that football is officially back like football is officially back with preseason i know we had a little bit of hard knocks last episode hard knocks is kind of like you see the fall you see everything changing colors it's like the changing of the season like you see it coming with hard knocks but then when you get the official, like actual games, I don't count the the Hall of Fame game because that's just there for the Hall of Fame. But when you get like, yeah, it's not a real football game. No, when you get like nine games on random Saturdays and Sundays of teams that you're just like, okay, I'm gonna go watch the Lions Bills play with terrible team with terrible players. I'm gonna sit down and watch a full Lions preseason game. I know I'm all in, and it's football season, and I am so excited. What about you? Well, I watched the Seahawks play, and I don't think they played, like, anyone. It was pretty much, like, Blazers Summer League. Like, what am I doing Yeah, here? there was no like, one for them to see. Like, there was, it was no one. I mean, I, I watched a little Daryl Taylor, but I was just like – and then I hate these people. Like, oh, they don't look good. I'm like, it's hard to play defense when you're, like, the only, like, starting level player out there. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, because when you like, – that's the big thing. Everyone's like, oh, they're not playing that hard. No, or they're not playing really well. Well, the one thing is when you have really good players in the NFL and you're playing with really crappy players, you kind of get exposed because you don't have anybody covering your back if something goes wrong. So these guys don't these guys get don't, going on. Yeah. So that's why also why you don't see vets playing. Like Sean McVay came yeah. out and just flat out said Matt Stafford is not playing in a – Yeah. Is not playing. And like, well, you won't see Matt Stafford. You won't see Ben Roethlisberger. You won't see any of these guys. Usually where you'd have that – that the what they call the walkthrough or the, the – uh, the script of like what they're going to do practice game, the practice game. You're not going to see this year with only three games, which by the way, I'm a little, I think you will a little bit. I think, think so? like the Seahawks will do it because they're just, because they have a new offensive coordinator. I think teams like that will, okay. but like, if you're like, is Tampa going to play Tom at all? No, Tom Brady's probably not. not. No, no, no. I think he played like a series. 
Yeah, I think he played a series. Like it was funny. I didn't watch every preseason game. I'm sorry, guys. No, I, I didn't watch. I watched the Lions <laughs> and the Bills play, and then I watched a little bit of um the Seahawks game when they played the. Rivers. Yeah, that's all I watched. I watched, I, I watched the Seahawks and uh, yeah, and then I watched uh, a lot of the Bears. Actually, I want to see Fields. Oh, play. I did. I didn't he watch the Bears, really good. but I did watch his highlights, and he looked really good. The other thing I love, too, yeah. is when you get the joint practices and you get the giant fights. We haven't had one yet, but it's going to be coming. You know it's coming here pretty soon. There's going to be a giant yeah. fight where you have joint practices, which yeah. if you guys don't know, NFL teams will travel to go practice other, practice each other, and then they'll play the they'll play the preseason. It's like a full week of this, and at some point they're going to just um, fight, and I just can't wait to see a fight. But that's going to be a perfect fight. segue. Oh, my, my, yeah. my least favorite thing of the weekend um, was the heat. So here it got above a hundred twice, and in my house we don't have air conditioning. Um, you don't have air conditioning? No, we live in we've been in my house. It's very old, and we have um, we, oh. yeah. So we had to get air conditioning. Uh, my wife said she's like we have to get it because if it's over a hundred, you have. Andrew, I will never not have air conditioning again. Okay, there's a few ever in my life. There's a few things There's you said that you have. In my you said life. that you always have a good bed. You'll have air conditioning. What else did you say? Are you yes. Have? Air conditioning, a yeah. good bed, and what else? Comfortable shoes? I don't know, but if I don't have those three things in my life, oh, I always have nice shoes. But, uh, yeah, paying for a bed is the best decision. You spend a third of your life sleeping, so you should own a nice bed. And air conditioning, I'm not going back. Like, I'm not going back. Growing up with no AC, living in the God. top floor. You have no where idea. Where you're just sweating all night. I'm never going to do that. It's so and crazy. in the Air Force, like being in like Kuwait and Turkey where there's it's too hot. You're just – and there's like – there is AC, but it's not – it still doesn't work that great. And you're just – I'm never going to do that again. Yeah. In never. our house You should buy up. AC. Just get a window unit. Those window units, if you just got like one – and put them in like your room, we and then maybe for the girls, got windows. them like those. We can't do that. We don't have those type of windows. Huh? We don't have those type of windows. We can't do. Oh, that. then you have to get like the. Uh, you can get, get like the ones you put on the wall, though. We've thought about it. We're thinking we we are yeah. we are going to get it. Um, no. So growing up in our you house, should. growing up in our house and and where we grew up, uh, there was our house was ex- either extremely cold or extremely hot. There was no in between. And there was never cold. They had a fire going nonstop. Even did. if it got dropped, that house is so hot. It's so hot that like turn the heat down. It's put it's, a jacket on. It's pretty crazy. Like it was um, in the summertime. You would be sitting upstairs where Jordan and I, our bedrooms were upstairs. You'd be sitting in the bed. You'd be sitting in like we had a, a little kind of like gaming room. You'd be sitting in there with your shirt off, shorts on, and just sweating profusely as you played video games because there was nothing else to do at like 10 at night at 10 at night like it was just extremely hot and it was just a waste of it was just it's the worst and mm-hmm. now that we we're both gone they gave our sister she has an air conditioning unit upstairs and they have an air conditioning unit downstairs and my dad thought it'd be the coolest thing ever he would just turn all the fans we literally have fans blowing hot air through the house we'd have a he'd put a fan in a window and another fan in another room window like so one room door open hallway another window door open and he would just blow hot air through the house he's like oh it's gonna cool you down I'm like dad this isn't working and he that's he thought that was the coolest thing ever the other thing too remember this how he would yeah. in in the car he would um 
be like air molecules, cold air molecules sink. So he would turn the air on, but then he would point the air conditioning unit, he'd point the air units up. So they would never blow yeah. into you. They'd just blow up. And he thought that they would just circulate down and come through the car. It never worked. It was always ex- extremely yeah. hot in the cars. And we would drive to Montana every summer and we're like, Dad, it's hot here. I have the air on. No, you had the air pointing straight up in the air and it's not going anywhere. He's going to listen to this. Yeah. He did or that. like, yeah. And the AC with the window open. I'm, I'm a, I used to be a diesel mechanic and I'm going to tell you right now, the AC on doesn't suck your gas mileage. That's no. like, there's always your, the way your AC works is there's a pulley spinning at all times. And all you do when you turn your AC on is engage a clutch that then that spins the internal part of that part. So at all times you're using that pulley. So you're always using the resistance of the pulley. So no matter what, you're, there's no, if you turn your AC on, you're not taking gas mileage away. That's just not true. So don't that, think it is. People. I think not only, and I think Mythbusters did it. They did. They proved that they did absolutely nothing. So people say yeah. that there's nothing. It's like that's yeah. the dumbest thing. I hate when people have their air conditioning on, and their window open. You're defeating the purpose of air conditioning. Yeah, I mean, I get that, but like other yeah. too, here in the Northwest, it doesn't get that hot that often. But when it does, it's the worst. And so even having air yeah. conditioning just for that little amount of time would be huge. Um, well, like restaurants in like downtown Vancouver, those old buildings don't have AC and they were all shutting down. Really? Like, yeah, like Kelly and I were downtown last Wednesday. Yeah, last Wednesday when it got to like 102 and we were going to go to a happy hour at a bar and it was closed because it was too hot. <laughs> because they're they're can you imagine working at a as a cook and it's like 110 out and you have no ac i mean in like the like in california all those places have ac when it gets that hot like that was a problem portland and seattle only like 50 percent of houses have ac yeah we need it like ac is needed i think ac we can both agree right now ac you need it in the house like if you don't have it you you miss it it's it's a yeah. must have. And I know people are gonna be like, oh, I can't. I don't have that much money. I'm like, dude, you don't have three hundred bucks to get like an AC unit and run it for like two hours a day, or like when you sleep at least in your room. And especially now with you're not able, like usually you would beat the heat by like going to movie theaters. Now it's like, oh, do you really want to go to movie theater now? Like movies are. Too <laughs> okay. Yeah, um. True. So quick transition. Okay. So that was our best and worst worst of the weekend. Our best was football being back, and our worst is not having AC. And the heat in general has just been just yeah. it's just been terrible. Okay, but it uh, does look like it's cooling down. So. It does look like it's in cooling down. And football, by the way, so I do coach football. We got football coming up here tomorrow. Football starts tomorrow. It's like seventy-seven, perfect degrees to start football. I yeah. hated. It's supposed football. to be like. It's oh, decent. I hated it when it was like. It's the worst. Like even when you're it's like, still... it's the worst. Especially when, even when you're just in straight uh, helmets, shorts, and jerseys, which we'll be in. It still sucks. Wearing that helmet just sucks. And then playing in the early 2000s, late, or late 90s, early 2000s, the practice pants we had were freaking cotton. And they were just, you would just die. You would die. It was just, it was no fun. I mean, I'm going to my we, talk of when we used to play, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But it's uh, our team, I don't know if you knew, we were the team that were like, Hey, we're not wearing practice pants. We're, give us the girl. Yeah. We're just putting shorts on. Yeah, you we'll didn't. buy knee pads if you want. That's the thing. Or we didn't even wear knee pads. Some people we yeah. would just wear thigh pads, and you because we wouldn't go 
super hard in practice. No, we we back we, in my day. You know, try, I'm trying really hard to get the head coach right, coach. I'm trying to get him really hard to, to switch to the shorts and the girdle. Um, and I've know a few coaches that don't even do the knee pads because they don't tackle to the ground ever. Um, but they they can make it an option. So like that's the bet to me. That's the best way of doing it because it makes it to me. You're more. It's it's just better for the kids too. All right, so we're going to transition to our first topic real quickly, guys. Once again, give a shout-out to Cowitz PUD for uh, everything they do for us. Cowitz PUD, thank you for sponsoring our podcast. Take control of your account and make interacting with Cowitz PUD easy with SmartHub. Through SmartHub, you'll be able to view detailed usage information, make a payment, enroll in programs, set account notifications, and much more. You'll also receive important news and information about Cowitz PUD and can quickly contact us with any issues regarding your service. You'll be able to put yourself in the driver's seat of your Cowitz PUD account. Smart management, smart life, smart hub. All right, thank you, Cal's PUD, for sponsoring this podcast. All right, our first thing we're talking about today, Jordan, is where you kind of mentioned it a little bit. We're going to talk about our rookie quarterbacks that we saw make their debuts, and then also just the preseason in general, what we thought. Um, I'm going to start off with rookie quarterbacks. So I have a stat right here. Let me go and pull this up. This is from The Athletic, guys. Um, this is what I got from The Athletic. So Mac Jones, Patriots, went 13 of 19, 87 yards and no touchdowns. Justin That's Fields. Good. Went 14 of 20, 175 yards, good. two TDs. Trevor Lawrence went 6 of 9, 71 yards, no touchdowns. Zach Wilson, 6 of 9, 63 yards, no touchdowns. Trey Lance, 5 of 14, 128 yards, one touchdown. And Jordan Love, who's not a rookie but didn't play at all last but year. He's kind of a rookie. He's kind of a rookie. 12 of 17, 122 yards, and one touchdown. So I wouldn't say rookie, but I'd say um, younger First quarterbacks. First time quarterback. Yeah, these quarterbacks are coming up um, pretty soon. They looked, they looked really good. I thought Justin Fields obviously was the best out of all of them. At one point, I think he completed twelve straight passes. I was not impressed with Trey Lance of the Niners. He did not. He had he had the eighty yard bomb, but but that was if you look at the coverage, the guy took the bad angle and that looked like a duck he threw. It didn't have a spiral. Well, here's the thing. But and then he, he had a spiral. Peyton didn't throw a spiral for like seven years. Yeah, but that was at the end. He there's, did it first. Yeah, there's no stat for spiral, though. As long as it gets there, it's good. All right. Okay. He True. Did. But the guy took a bad angle at it. He did. But uh, And he was a little inconsistent. He did have three drops, though, but then also two drops by the defense, and he had a fumble, strip sack fumble. But he recovered it, but still, he took, I think, four sacks, which is him holding on the ball too long. But he also hasn't played in, like, what, two years? Yeah, he played. And he one. played at – he played one game. And he played year. at North Dakota State. Yeah. yeah, he played one game just for him, basically. Yeah, just for him, and he didn't look very good in that one game. Um, I also Trevor Lawrence to get a strip sack as well, but then after he took that hit, he kind of looked pretty good. He had made some good throws. Mac Jones looked really good for the Patriots. He's he, not. He looked. He looked like he could get in and out. You know, he can do all the stuff. Yeah. He. He. If he. Let's be honest. Cam Newton doesn't look that good. Cam Newton. So, Cam, some Cam Newton's shoulder. Is just it's gone. It's gone, man. Everyone's like, "Oh, Cam Newton, dude." Cam Newton was good. 2015, when they when they won the MVP and he went to the Super Bowl, he was really good then. And then yeah. he just kept getting hurt and hurt and hurt. And if his shoulder was still healthy, I would say like, yeah, they have a shot of like really making a run of this thing because their defense is going to be good. Their offensive weapons are still are now there. And uh, Bill Belichick just does good things. But I, I hate saying it. I think the Cam Newton, Cam Newton is is on his way out, which sucks because he's gonna. He's going to start, but Mac will take over. 
Mack will take over. I think I think this will be Cam Newton's final year, and if they're not doing very well, they'll pull the trigger. But if they're winning games, they'll keep him in there. This is going to be like his last ride. I like Mac Jones, and I think too is like with Bill Belichick, he's not going to take a quarterback unless we know Mac unless the coach who's Nick Saban, his coach at college, said, "Hey, dude, if you draft this guy, he can run your offense now, and he could run this offense now." He's a little bit more athletic than people are going to give him credit for. Him. I'm not a fan of his deep ball. I don't think he thought it was a great deep ball, but his intermediate passes is what is what the Patriots do. Um, he looked good. I think he's going to be a solid. It might be a couple years, but he'll be solid. Justin, yeah. well, I'm going to get the Justin Fields at the end. Yeah. Zach you Wilson. know who was surprising? Who? Zach Wilson actually looked pretty good. I know we were we were both bashing the Jets last yeah, episode. Yeah, but, we thought but I'm not going to. I'm still sticking by. I don't know. That was still. I mean, preseason against the Giants, so let's just like you know he's not against the Giants second team. And, it was against the first team, Giants second team. We'll see. What I mean, he does. take all this with a grain of salt. It is preseason, yeah. and it's the first game of preseason too. And it seems like a lot of coaches didn't play a lot of people, but no. and they don't. And also another thing that's not talked about is they're like not running complicated schemes usually because they don't want to give anything away. I mean. You'll see, like, if they run, like, if a team, like, again, the Seahawks, if you run with a corner blitz, that usually fools the offense it does. because they're not ready for it yet. And that's how every football season usually starts. The defense is a little ahead because defensive plays are easier to learn than offensive plays, and offense takes a little more cohesion than running in defense. So it just usually ends up being that the defense looks a little better. But they're also running simpler stuff, too, to see a better um, – Evaluation for the coaches also yeah, what the they're basically going to be doing. The sample size, what they can do. I really did. I thought yeah. out of all the quarterbacks that impressed me the most, Zach Wilson was what I would say was number two. Well, obviously, obviously yes. for me, Justin Fields was one, but Zach, Zach Wilson, Wilson's number two because he was so low, though. Yeah, because where he came from BYU, and, and also our take of like we thought it was going to be garbage, he didn't look bad. The Jets' no. offensive line was better than I thought it was going to be. Their receivers are. Mm, Corey David looks. He does. Corey Davis looks, looks pretty good. I think he needed that. He, he needed that. Good. He needed that. He needed that change out of uh, Tennessee and coming here, uh, going to the Jets. I think he's gonna. We'll see what Zach. We'll see if he can improve. But Zach Wilson did impress me. Trey Lance did not impress me. Did not. Like once again, you said he had three drops, but he also should have thrown two, maybe three picks that were just flat out drops. Yeah. Um, Trey Lance, but once again, they also have Jimmy G. So we can't be freaking out. Yeah, he didn't look good, but you know what? Jimmy G is going to play he's this gonna year, play, and that'll be good for him. I think he's going to play the whole year. I think so too. I think it's going to be a, a thing where they um they get Trey Lance ready, get him to know the offense, and then in the yeah. next offseason they trade Jimmy G away. That's what I see doing because I think That's, Trey Lance needs more time. He's not ready. Yeah, like but they, I mean, you never know. Something could happen to Jimmy G where yeah. he can't throw a deep ball, but we'll see what happens here. <laughs> and then Jordan Love. For how much crap we gave like the Packers for Packers. trading up to get him, he had a very good preseason game. He looked good. He looked decent. He didn't. He looked like he can play football. It didn't look bad at all. It looked really good. I mean, I don't know why everyone gets on the Packers about like quarterbacks. They took uh, Brett Favre, made him good. They took Aaron Rodgers, made him good. They took Matt Flynn and got him paid. And then, he ain't anything so, outside of that. Speaking of Matt Flynn, he played like three games. Did they got did, paid? Did they cut him and, that year? No, the Seahawks. He was a free agent, and then the Seahawks paid him, and that's the year they got Russell. No, no, no. They didn't. No, 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 no. That year they, they got Russell. Cut Matt Flynn. They didn't cut Matt Flynn once they got Russell Wilson, or they did. 
years they ago. did after they yeah. knew that Russell okay. Wilson was going to be the starter. Okay. Um, and so Jordan Love looked good, but let's get to who our favorite our favorite rookie quarterback, who we both said we both thought was going to be good. Yes. Justin Fields looked like the real deal. Looks, he looks good. But he what, looks really, really good. He what, can move. He, dude, there was a play. He, can, he also ran the ball twice can, for 33 yards. There's a play that in that run, the second run, a linebacker's chasing him, and you're just like, dude, that linebacker's not catching Justin Fields. He's faster than I yeah. thought. Like, I, he's faster than I thought he was going to be. His accuracy is good. He threw a great ball to Jesse James out of the who ran that little wheel route from the back from the he ran from the right side. To always open. Left. If you run a throwback, it's always open. It's always, guys, trust me, high school is always open too. But he, it, uh-huh. looks, he, oh, it's but you can only run it. You can only run it like twice a game. Though. You can usually run it. You usually run it once a game. You get that the first time, unless it's a really bad team, you can get it twice. But like if you're playing a good team, that you they kind of like know it, but you can have to like. Kind of get him off off the get to set it up, get to set yeah, it up. set it up. But he that and also that he looked good, like he there wasn't a yeah. throw that made me think, dude, that was a bad throw. He made good throws, good decisions. The Bears, the, the Bears, let's do a quick game of over under how many games until Justin Fields starts for the Bears. Over under, what do you think it's going to be? One. I'm going to say three. I think third week. <laughs> if they don't start in week one, what are they doing? It's like they're just gonna. They just want to lose. They're just like, hey, let's take our best opportunity to lose. Why don't they try and win? Oh, we're scared of Aaron Donald because that's they play Week One Rams and Sunday Night Football. He's gonna have to play Aaron Donald. He's gonna have to play defensive players. I hate when they're like, oh, we can't play him against this really good. Defense. Do you want to win? You gotta see if you have something here. I just put him in the game. I'm just going off what. I'm just going off. Don't what? be scared, Andy Dalton. What are we gonna get from Andy Dalton? Like you're gonna get the what? rockets. What you're gonna get? You're gonna get guys. It's gonna be nice and stable and easy going. It's not gonna be stable. You're gonna lose, and your team's gonna be mad that you're not trying to win. <laughs> the Bears. Like, if I was on that team and they put in Andy Dalton, I would just be like, "What are we? Why am I trying?" I. That's a good point. That happens a lot. I, I. The other thing too is like we both said this the other day. We both said it in our NFC picks. We were worried that the Bears picked Justin Fields because they never pick good quarterbacks. I think yeah. they finally got it right. I think they have. Hopefully, I love Justin Field. I he is my he. I liked him at Georgia. I liked him at Ohio State. I'm liking him at the Bears, and I'm a Lions fan. I like watching him. I'm gonna be happy. I get to watch him twice. Um, hmm. He's gonna torch our. He's gonna torch my lines though. But he he looked the real out of all the quarterbacks. He looked the most ready. But also, I think he also got drafted to the best team. Um, if you look, well, at- the Niners is probably the the Niners. Oh, should draft right. Yeah, the him. Niners are the best team, but the Bears aren't. The Bears aren't bad. Um, yeah, Mac Jones. I mean, the, yeah, they're not bad. The well, Mac Jones, technically, the yeah, Patriots, the Bears were in the playoffs last year. The, Bear, the Niners. The, the Patriots aren't good. They're on their. They're trying to come back from the COVID season. The Bears were in the playoffs last year. The Trevor Lawrence and that Jags team. That Jags team is bad. Zach Wilson, the Jets. They're bad. Mm, bad. Trey Lance and the Niners. That team is a playoff team but i think it's gonna be jimmy g this year and then jordan love and the packers i mean that team's a, a super bowl team but it's he's not playing there's no even chance of even saying jordan yeah, loves unless, gonna, is he yeah. gonna push aaron Rodgers? no so but like the, the the rookie quarterbacks i think are the best has the best situation i think is justin fields over trey lance even though trey lance is on the niners i think the best overall fit for the team and the best look right now is the is the bears and justin fields i really like it 
yeah, it looks really good. I think he's a really good fit. I think it was a mistake not drafting him higher. Yeah. He, I don't, I mean, I wouldn't draft him over Trevor Lawrence, but I wouldn't have drafted Trey Lance over Justin Field. That's a, okay, Niners. I don't know what's going on. And the Bears had to trade up to get him. The Bears traded up to get him. Yeah. So good for the Bears. All right. Yeah. So then, Jordan, you had to take here too. You, I am not, I am not a fan of this. But you are a fan. I am not a fan of this of this new thing that's happening in the NFL. I don't like it. Maybe it's just me being old curmudgeon, thirty six year old old curmudgeon. I did not like the number changes in the NFL. I don't like it. So you don't like college football? It's different. It's not different. It's just football. Why does the numbers matter? I hope I wish they would expand it more. I wish you could wear like the number pi on your uniform, that's like too much. the symbol. Okay. Maybe, why? Maybe I'll that's say, a number. Maybe I'll say this. Maybe I'm just because I'm not used to it yet. Maybe that's why I'm not liking it yet. But it, it was you just watched weird college like, football your whole life. I know. It was just weird. So in college football, you're just like, I don't know what's going on here. No, I'm just saying it was really weird seeing like Micah Parsons wearing 11, and then Mike Ford for the Lions is wearing two at safety. Maybe I'm just not ready. I'm not. I'm not used to it. I'm not. I've been so ingrained of of like. You have these numbers you have to wear. I love it. Give me a couple weeks. I'll come back. I'll, I'll give you a report in a couple weeks. I'm not a – All right, you don't need a couple weeks. It's fine. It's just college football. It's the same. I don't – numbers – I hate the rules. I think linemen should be able to wear whatever they want. No, that no, – They're they need, huge. They need to do that. They need to – no, that's – And they should just wear like a special helmet then. They do have, they do have special helmets for, for linemen. They yeah. That, yeah. But I like the numbers. But the, I don't know what I don't like. Hang on. Let me guess. The the taunting rule? I hate the taunting rule. If you taunt, it, I love it. That made Miami back in the day so awesome. Was they could taunt and get away with it. How about this one? <laughs> it's a, How about this one, Jordan? Yeah. You can't do that. That's why they left. You can't do that. Okay, hey, first of all, if you think Texas, if you think you're not getting the horns down, if you hit the horns down in the Big 12, bro, wait yeah, till you get to the well, SEC. It's going to be everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't think they're going to change the rules for that for no. Texas. You think? Do you think but, uh, the SEC cares what Texas wants? No, they don't. Well, no. kind of, but not really. But uh, yeah, I like the number rules. Also, another thing I was thinking is uh, preseason. You should only be allowed one punt per half. So you have to go for it on fourth down. We need more action. These games are. Stop punting. I don't want to see 20 punts a game. I want, you get one punt per – maybe per quarter. You get a punt per quarter, and other than that, you, ha- you so have to go for it. So you're on your 15-yard line, and you're like, you know what? We used our one punt. Crap, we have to go for it. Well, you get more yes. scoring, but then, Jordan, then that screws over your over-unders and stuff like that when it comes to betting. That's the part of the betting. You know the rules before, then that's the part of betting. And then, uh, But then think about this. You're, then the other team gets to work on like their goal line situation okay. more often. So Teams would get to work on their so maybe their, we, maybe we should set up like high school scrimmages where you get the ball in the four yeah like a, go yeah and get like fifteen plays you get fifteen plays and they and then they have like four NFL teams circle through <laughs> on an afternoon yeah yeah four teams come to one field you guys are okay, yeah. you're on this cut in half you're on this sideline you guys are gonna cheer uh, for each other and then we're gonna go fifteen plays uh-huh. and we're gonna switch it and then you just get. That would be hilarious. Hang on. Give me um, – You'd get seconds. like uh, 40, 45 to 60 plays, you know? Go ahead and talk. I got to plug my computer and it's about to die. Uh, yeah, but I just think that's some other th- – uh, I, I was trying to think of some other rules I would like to change for preseason because this is also when they should also like have to like try out different rules, you know? Like yeah, they should do – this, don't they? 
I think in spring training or in like their lower divisions, they try it out like pitch clocks and stuff like that. Yeah, they do. But they should try out like um like the uh instead of the onside rule, like the uh you got to get like 20, 30 yards or whatever. You know? Yeah. What's that? Fifteen yards, I think. It's no, it's the same thing. It's just now they. I want that rule. What? I don't know the rule. I wish I knew. I think it's like you get the. There was a rule. It was next to oh, we're losing Jordan. His uh, his uh, internet's not doing one. Too. Jordan, your internet's not doing too well. No. All right, you're back. It's not. You're yeah. You're glitching all over the place. Okay. Yeah, you know, like. All right. Oh, we're going off the rails right now, guys. Um. But yeah. I was going to, okay, so Jordan. Am I right or what? You're doing. Eh, doing all right. Want me to sign back in? No, you're signed in. It's just, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, you want me to re sign in? Maybe yeah, try go, ahead. go ahead and sign. He's going to come back. Jordan's going to come right back. So I'll go ahead and take it. So we'll take a quick break right. right here, guys. Give a shout out to Cal's PUD. Uh, thank you, Cal's PUD, for sponsoring this episode. Take control of your account and make interacting with Calitz PUD easy with SmartHub. Through SmartHub, you'll be able to view detailed usage information, make a payment, enroll in programs, set account notifications, and much more. You'll also receive important news and information about Calitz PUD and can quickly contact us with any issues regarding your service. You'll be able to put yourself in the driver's seat of your Calitz PUD account. Smart management, smart life, smart hub. All right, thank you to Cal. It's PUD for sponsoring this episode. Jordan is back. Uh, hey, guys. Sorry about the internet. Internet Government's system. trying to take me down for my hot takes is what they're doing. That's what they're doing. I will say this. The NFL. They don't yeah. like They don't like what's going on up here. You, by the way, what's your hat? What's that logo? Dame Dollar, baby. Oh, Dame Dollar. Okay, I got it. It's got, got an album coming out. Dame, shout out. Maybe we can get Dame on the podcast talk about his uh, talk about his upcoming album. Not basketball. Yeah, album. Dame, if you want to come to my wedding, just hit me up. That's right. Jordan is getting married in end of August, right? August twenty yeah, eighth, like ten days. Yeah. Look at that. See, the good brother knows when he's getting when his brother's getting married. August twenty eighth. Eleven days. Eleven days. All right. Um. Good segue into our next our next topic, guys. Our next topic we are going to be talking the ACC, Pac twelve, and Big Twelve alliance. So the reason why this is happening is Texas and Oklahoma are now going to. Well, hang on. Texas and Oklahoma are now joining the SEC. It says in 2025, but it's happening next year. Like they're they're not going to stay in the Big 12. They're gone. And so the ACC, Big 10 and Pac-12 had to do something. And so what they're doing is they're going to form an alliance. Basically what they're going to be doing is drawing a circle around the south and saying, "Guess what? We're not going to schedule you guys. We're going to schedule each other." Um, to me, I think this is a big giant FU to the SEC. But I also think had to be done because the perception of the Big Ten and the in the SEC, I would say, are very close and very similar when it comes to um, the football and how much people like them. If you told me um, you guys can get the SEC or you guys can get Ohio State and Michigan, I'm taking Ohio State, Michigan because you get a lot more from that. So, Jordan, what do you think is what do you what do you what is your thoughts on the ACC, Pac-12, and Big Ten forming this giant alliance? What do you think? Uh, it's a, um, it's interesting to me. Um, like the Big Ten is the second best league. We can all say that. Yes. And now we, the Pac-12 is the third best. You can argue with me if the ACC didn't have 
Clemson, they would be the worst conference ever. I agree with they you. They would on be that. probably worse than the the eight teams in the Big Twelve right now. But yeah, it's it would also this too would basically stop Notre Dame from scheduling teams in the SEC because they play five games against the ACC right now. Yes. They play Stanford and USC every year. That's seven. And then they have to play Navy Eight. for like the next 10 years. And then they play Mich- – I think they are scheduled against Michigan. Yeah. And then and then uh, I think they have another like games they always play too. There's, yeah, there's some other games they always play. Yeah. I'm... So that basically eliminates Notre Dame from going to the SEC – and that's kind of a big thing. I think if this alliance happens too, they should force Notre Dame to be in a in a league. I think if that were to happen, I think they would force Notre Dame because Notre Dame is already in the ACC when it comes to basketball. So I think they yeah. would force Notre Dame to join the ACC. And then also would not surprise me too if they also grab West Virginia into the ACC because the Big Twelve is gone. So I mean, it makes perfect yeah. sense for the for West Virginia just geographically to either join the Big Ten or the ACC. I can see them going ACC yeah. because of well, it doesn't matter basketball. AC Big Ten are both really good basketball conferences, so it doesn't really matter that much. Yeah, I just to me, like I like I mentioned earlier, this is just the Pac-12, ACC, and Big Ten drawn a border around the SEC. Basically, saying and it makes it have an advantage for like voting for like yes, football. It does how they're going to change it, so they would have like forty-one votes to sixteen votes. Yeah, basically. So and you're getting they could basically with, do whatever they want. With the ACC, you also get Florida. You get Florida State, you get Miami, you get those two big conferences. If those two conference, if those two teams can find their way back to where they were before in prominence of like being one of the top ten teams always yeah. in the nation, you now have Florida State, Miami, Clemson, Ohio State, Michigan. You still have um, you're bringing Nebraska. You also then also get in that alliance. You also get Nebraska. <laughs> who cares? No, no, no. But you're talking about Nebraska as a football. Like you just get them in part of like. The yeah, league. who cares? Nebraska. But and you also get with nothing alliance in too. You're also now getting Arizona, which is now the fourth biggest uh, city in America. Okay. You have Oregon. Arizona is Ari- the fourth. Or, uh, Phoenix. Phoenix is the fourth uh-huh. largest city in America now. You're getting, I don't think so. All- yes, it is. Houston's bigger than that. No, it's not. Yeah, it goes. I'm looking it up right New now. New York, Los Angeles, Chicago, Houston. Houston's a huge metro area. If unless you're just talking about like the population of the actual city of Phoenix. Phoenix is the fourth. which is. Yeah, maybe the city of Phoenix, but not like the surrounding area of Phoenix. Yes, well, that's what it says right here. The biggest cities are New York, Los Angeles, Chicago, and Phoenix. Okay. Yeah, the city of Phoenix. Well, not matter. the surrounding area. Okay, but still, you get those. Get they're going to draw a circle around around the SEC. The SEC is not going to be able to schedule any of these, any of these teams. So the SEC is going to be yeah. basically cut off from everything. And. To me, that's going to kind of, I then think, will be open up to them to just create one big giant league like the NFL. And there'll be, be two conferences. And there'll be two conferences. There'll be the West and the East. Or they could split up somehow. North and the South. Or... Yeah. At some point, and this is also with this alliance, with the SEC going their way, with the alliance of college football, I'm going to call it a Pac-12, ACC, and Big Ten, you're going to basically get rid of the uh, get rid of the NCAA. You're, that's going to be. Oh yeah, gone. it's gone. NCAA is gone. NCAA is gone because this isn't only going to affect just football. These conferences are going to affect when it comes to basketball, which is going to one hundred percent affect everything. Um, the NCAA will only 
matter when it comes to Division Two, Division Three. That's the only thing that's going to matter, which none of these teams really matter. They'll try and hold on to the basketball tournament. They'll try, but they'll fail. They'll try well, they fail. run it right now. They do, but guess what? Because they don't run the they don't run the college football playoff. No, that's the one thing everyone thinks they don't run the college football playoff. That's run by the college football playoff. They run it. The, yeah. That money goes only to the team. There's nothing else for the NCAA. All their money is made off of March Madness. That's all they get. If this happens, if this happens, if the alliance happens, the SEC thing is already happening. The NCAA will be gone, and it'll be great for. I think it'll be a good thing for these sports to get rid of the NCAA. Yeah, I hate the NCAA. It's a joke. The only thing worse than the NCAA is FIFA. I don't know anything about. I know FIFA is like a big corrupt thing when it comes to money and stuff. Yeah, like well, just just put it like this: FIFA probably killed about three thousand people building stadiums in a desert where they're going to play soccer in the winter. Is that in Qatar for a month? Yeah, and you slave labor to do it. So that's all you need to know about FIFA. Um, I'm not going to even try to touch that topic. But you guys can look that up if you guys want to. Let's look it up. Okay. It's true. It, where what okay where is Qatar? I know it's in the Middle East, right? Qatar is in the Middle East. It's like a tiny nation. But the reason why I say slave labor is because they get people. If you're from Qatar, you don't work. Their nation's so rich that they don't have to pay people. Yeah, seriously. In like in Kuwait, you don't have to work. If you're so rich, they have so much money from oil, they just pay their citizens. So they get people from other countries to move in there, and then they have to work. Like you have to be sponsored into the country at work, and then you have to pay those people who sponsored you. Okay. So basically, you make no money. This took this this podcast took a dark turn. Um, I, that's yeah. It's, oh my gosh, it is very tiny. Yeah, it's a tiny, tiny country. Yeah, it's kind of like if you want to go off Saudi Arabia and you just go to the right, it's just it's really tiny. It looks kind of like it's like a little. It's just it's basically a peninsula, in the, yeah, and is. I can't remember. Is it the Red Sea? Persian Not Gulf. the Red Sea. Persian Gulf. Persian Gulf, yeah. You got the United Arab em- uh, Emirates, and then you got yeah. Qatar right next to it, and then Saudi Arabia is the big one. Yeah, they're going to play that World Cup during football season. Why? Because it's in the desert. They have to play it in the winter. They can't play it in the summer. It's too hot. Oh, good point. It's like 120, right? Yeah. It's, it's still like – it's going to be still like 90. Oh, my yeah, it right. was the well, dumbest thing. Went... And and alcohol sales are limited in that country. Oh god. So we went so, so we went from college football, top twenty five or Well, you were talking about corrupt I was talking about corrupt things so that... and FIFA and and NCAA are the two leaders in the clubhouse. Yeah, so let's just wrap this let's wrap the segment up with that we're that we both agree that this alliance is gonna happen. Here's my question. What happens to like Texas Tech, Oklahoma State, Kansas State? What happens to those teams? I think they're going to join like the AAC or Mountain West, and they're just basically going to bake on the fact that the expanded playoffs are going to happen and then that their league will get high enough to get into a division. Can you see the Big Ten grabbing Kansas and Oklahoma State just because of football or because of basketball? Baylor just won a national championship in basketball. I know, but that just happened. You want want the Blue Bloods, which is Kansas – you want them. You Baylor's – I mean, Baylor's been good at, at sports too for a while. Texas Tech was just in the national championship also for basketball. I, you know, Okay, like I said this, I know it will never happen. The, the Pac-12 will never take them. And you and I both are kind of – we both have different opinions on who the Pac-12 should take. 
I think the Pac-12 should try to get. I know it won't happen because of the conference doesn't want certain type of schools in there. Like that's why BYU will never. You can't join. be a religious-based university. Yeah, which is why you'll never get TCU. Will never be able to join. Um, well, I was doing some research about TCU, and they're not. They're trying to get away from the Christian thing. Oh, they they've are. been saying they've been going by. They don't go by Texas Christian University anymore. They they basically just go by TCU. TCU. They're basically trying to brand away from being a Christian university. I would really. I think that if the if the Pac-12 expanded the team because if they have four opening spots, the four spots I would who I would think they'd want to take, but they don't know if it would happen. Would be Oklahoma, Baylor, and Texas Tech are three that I think would be good for the South. Oklahoma State and o- Oklahoma State, Texas Tech and Baylor would be three schools to grab. And then I think you could say grab Kansas State just because they're there. But no, what Kansas State is nothing. Why would I mean, we take Kansas State? Throw them That's away. like rural Kansas. What but does that have still to do say with Pac twelve? Texas Tech, Baylor, and Oklahoma State would be a good one. And then I think you said it. You said it. Grab like a San Diego State would be a good and one. Put some money into them yeah. and get them good because they're usually good at football. Can you say grabbing those four schools and and making the Pac sixteen before they go to the Alliance? I would maybe even try Houston. Houston because they're in a huge city and that's other than uh Dallas I guess Houston is the other hotbed in uh Texas for recruiting so I'd want to get Houston okay I would probably take Houston TCU San Diego State if you do that and then I would even probably if I'm gonna take TCU I would probably take BYU then also if you think about this, if we just talked about this, you think of the Lions, the Pac-12, if they do worth, if we, if they do this, I would never take Boise State though. No, you literally go from the state of Washington, you go all the way down, and you're gonna go around Texas, and then you're gonna stop at SEC and go here, and you go to the north. You got the Big Ten going all the way here, and you got the ACC going all the way down this down the East Coast. The SEC is literally cut off from the rest of the rest of the football. Yeah, world, which pretty much I like SEC football. But I think it's not as good as everyone says it is. It's good. The bet, the top teams in the SEC the are the top. top. Like the lower teams aren't that great. Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt, Kansas, Missouri. Missouri's terrible. Uh, Tennessee isn't that good anymore. No, Ole Miss is sometimes is good. Mississippi so, State. So we both are in agreement. We really hope that the alliance happens. Arkansas. Come on, people. Arkansas. No, 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 no. Arkansas's fan base deserves better. That's a good they I I they they've been pretty good. I mean, they had run DMC there for a while. They're not bad. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to transition to guys. Jones. Okay. Well, we both agree we want the alliance to happen. I want the Pac-12 to grab those four schools we talked about. I'd like to see them grab Oklahoma State, Kansas, or Oklahoma State, Texas Tech, Baylor, and then San Diego State I think would be the fourth one from the grab. And then you legitimately 100% just cut off SEC from Texas. The Big Ten takes away everything else up north. And then the ACC takes away everything on the East Coast. And then the SEC is stuck in the south. So that's where we both yeah. hope happens. Um, yeah. Okay. So thank you once again, guys, at Cowlitz PD for sponsors podcast. Uh, thank you, Cowlitz PD. Take control of your account and make interacting with Cowlitz PUD easy with Smart Hub. Through Smart Hub, you'll be able to view detailed usage information, make a payment, enroll in programs, set account notifications, and much more. You'll also receive important news and information about Cowlitz PUD and can quickly contact us with any issues regarding your service. You'll be able to put yourself in the driver's seat of your Cowlitz PUD account. Smart management, smart life, smart hub. 
All right, guys, we got two more segments left. We're going to talk quickly. Top 25 college football, the AP poll just came out. And then we'll wrap up real quickly with our favorite uniforms of all time. When it's going to be any team we talk about. Okay, just real quickly, Jordan, we thought we had the coaches poll that came out earlier, and there was only two or three Pac-12 teams on there. There is now mm-hmm. one, two, three, four, five teams. So they added a few more. Yeah, more. And people say a, this is the better poll. This is the better poll. This is the one that really matters. The other one doesn't matter. But we both agree college football polls should wait until like week four, week five. But they do this. They do this for one reason. They want to do this so they can say, "Ooh, we have the top. We have Oregon and Ohio State playing. So we got four versus eleven playing week two. That's why they do it." Um, yeah, it's so I'll just go to generate buzz. A little change. A little change from the coaches poll. Um, we have Alabama one, Oklahoma two, Clemson three. That's oh. the flip. That's the flip. Oh, and then what a variety! And then Ohio State, Georgia, top five. Only one change there: Texas A&M, yeah. Iowa State, Cincinnati, Notre Dame, North Carolina. Oregon comes in Cincinnati. At 11. Cincinnati. Oregon comes in at eleven. We got Wisconsin, Florida, Miami, USC at fifteen, LSU, Indiana, Iowa, Penn State, Washington at twenty. Texas 21, Coastal Carolina 22, Louisiana Lafayette 23, Utah 24, Arizona State 25. I like this poll a lot better. Um, this to me is no, like nothing in this is crazy. The one top 10 team I'd say right now, the one top 10 team I can see making the biggest jump and getting up into the top five, top four maybe. I love North Carolina. I love their quarterback, Sam Howe. I think they're going to be good. I think they are going to be able to give Clemson a run for their money in the ACC. I like North Carolina. They're my one sneaky team. Sam Howell's the best quarterback in, in college football. And when you have a good quarterback like Sam Howell, anything can happen. So that's my that's my big – I love that team. Oregon, I don't know what they're going to do. They have to figure out their quarterback. If it's Ty Thompson, it's Ty Thompson. They just got to go with a quarterback. Um, it's going to be Brown to start out. I think they're not going to – I mean, if they play Fresno State first, so they're gonna have they're probably gonna play two or three quarterbacks in that I game. I think they'll play both. They'll go Brown and Thompson. Will in that floor in that like you said that that first game Fresno State they'll figure it out, and then Ohio and State. they'll play the other because they'll be up by like yeah fifty. You know, USC at fifteen. Out. I think USC at fifteen. I think is respectable. I'm not a fan of Clay Hel- Clay Helton. I think no Clay Helton sucks. Get I don't rid know of him. Do there. He's holding back the whole Pac-12. He is, and that's the thing too. Once going back from our, our previous, our talking about the alliance. If you're telling me you're getting USC and Ohio State, dude, I'll take yeah. those two over anybody else in the SEC any day of the week. USC and Ohio State are national brands. Yeah, um, or like uh, UCLA versus Florida State. That'd be um, yeah, dude. You're getting yeah. Um, and then another the other one, Pac-12, Washington at twenty. I'm not quite sure what they have there. Um, I haven't been keeping up on UW. I need to look look into them. They're uh, they're a team. They, they have like a. It's all. I don't know what to make of them. Well, I think that they're still trying to figure out what happened after Chris Peterson left. They're still trying to figure it out. Jimmy Lake's going to do something good. I'm just not quite sure what they have yet. I mean, they're going to. They're they're a young. They team. got they a got good tight end. They have the tight end, Kate Otten. Uh, he's yeah. a beast from Tumwater. Shout don't out. Don't they have him. a uh, like Heward? Yeah, they have Brock Heward's uh, son. Is there Sam? Yeah, Heward. he was the number one quarterback. Isn't he in the supposed nation. to? I don't know if he's, he's supposed like, to be I, good. He is going to be good. Um. We also have another shout-out. Sawyer Racanelli is there from Hawkinson. He's there. He might be in the mix for a receiver position. Um, oh, not sure what else they got. Should have went to Oregon State. Oh, no. Um, and then their defense will be good, but we got to figure out what they're going to do offensively. Yeah. 
Utah, I think, is a team that is it, that's a sneaky team that's right a there. Sneaky good team. They're my pick to win the Pac-12 South, which we'll go. I we'll think they are here in a little bit. Trying to, by the way, going to try to get on um, Oregon and Oregon State writer Aaron Fentress, who I know, trying to get him on the pod. Talk Oregon State and uh, Oregon football. Going to try. I'm going to try. Don't know if it's yeah. going to happen. Going to try. Um, Utah's my pick to win the South. I love Utah. If they can figure out their quarterback position, dude, they they are always in the mix. They're always good. There's the quarterback was never there. If they can get a quarterback, their lines are always so good. Yes, their O and D lines are always so good. They always play great defense. Their Winningham is probably the best coach in the Pac-12. I would say that. Amber Shaw. I would. I would say no. I would say in order of quarterback or order of coaches. In the Pac-12, when it just comes to straight coaching, Kyle Winningham's number one. Hands yeah, down. he Hands he's down. a really really good coach. Really good coach. Like, and Arizona State twenty-five. Depending, who knows? Who knows? I mean, if they if they might not even have a team yeah, at the end of the year, they can be in trouble with happening in the offseason with illegal illegal visits. recruiting during COVID. Like, and every other coach in like the conference is like, usually they don't talk trash. Like, oh, like when it, like when a team gets like caught like paying a player or something they're just like oh yeah you uh, can't worry about that but when they found out like they were having kids come for covid they're just like yeah that's the worst thing you can do right now you're like the worst i hope they throw the book at you guys and then so well they're also talking like antonio pierce is not helping that program out i guess antonio pierce their defensive coordinator former nfl player is just a jerk when it comes to well once again he's a football guy most football guys are kind of red asses but he's one of them they're not a big fan of that um I, I, my teams in here, out of the, my teams in the top twenty-five, I think that can make the biggest jump in this are noted. Or it's going to be weird. North Carolina at ten. Um, I think Utah is going to be top. U- could be U- end of the season in top ten. The they the might season. be. They, they could be the Pac-12 team to make the playoff. I'm not because I think they host Oregon. I'm not going to go that far, but I don't think the Pac-12 gets a team in this year. It's going to be. It, if you were a betting man, which we both are, I would de- bet it's going to be Oklahoma, Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State are going to be the four teams in. I mean, that's that's my that's my shows. I don't see I don't think anything yeah. else happening in here. Texas A&M could make a run at that. Texas A&M has a is a very good team. I just don't I they'll do something stupid along the way. Jimbo will do something dumb where they'll lose lose a team they shouldn't. But last year they were pushing. Last year they were pushing to get into the college football playoff. They could have very easily been in. So who knows with Texas A&M? Um, this is very, once again, very chalky pack or very chalky AP top 25, but what you know what? Everyone is, um, yeah. I think Texas is too high at 21. That's just crazy to me. I think Texas is way too high at 21. Um, let's see what they do this year, but I got shark now though. It's first year. They do have shark, but we'll see. They got the new pre new and improved, new and improved shark, which by the way, yeah. if you're, by the way, if you're a former head coach, or offensive coordinator and you did something wrong, just go to Alabama. Go to just go to hey, Alabama hey, for a year. That's where Bill O'Brien is. You, know you, know you know where Bill O'Brien is? Oh. He's the OC uh, Alabama. for Alabama. <laughs> How many former Lane Is he going to try and trade all their players away? <laughs> uh, Lane Kiffin, OC at Alabama, head coach at Ole Miss. Uh, Sark, uh, OC at Alabama, head coach at Texas. Bill O'Brien is soon going to be, gonna be a head coach somewhere for a major yeah. fire program. It's going to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really do. I think this team's good. Iowa State, you know, they ended up the year pretty well last year, so they could be a, they beat a, the brakes off of Oregon. They did, man. They just beat the crap out of Oregon. They wasn't even like 
the game was close at somewhat. But <laughs> it wasn't close. It wasn't because they just beat the hell out of Oregon last year. That was they just crazy. kept giving them body blows. Yeah, they did. So that's it. Our top twenty-five. Nothing crazy in here. Um, Penn State needs to have a back a bounce back year. They didn't finish the year pretty good. I, I, LSU at sixteen is too high as well. That defense was so bad last year. I think uh, I don't know, man. These some of these teams in here, I'm like not. I don't know. UCLA versus LSU early. I hope UCLA pulled that one out. Yeah, US, UCLA could pull it out. UCLA is a team probably in here that could be on here. Um, maybe at 25, I could see you taking. I could see them taking out Penn State. Shouldn't it be in here, and you can move UCLA in there because this is a, this is a make or well, break it year for Chip Kelly. Cincinnati, Coastal Carolina, and. Uh, don't sleep. Cincinnati's good. You, uh, Lafayette should all be taken out. Those are just teams they put in there because they don't play anyone, and it just makes them look smart at the end of the year when there's a team with, like, one loss. And they're like, see, I knew Cincinnati was that good. And you're like, yeah, you look at their schedule. Good job. Cincinnati, uh, number eight Cincinnati of the, of the American Athletic Conference is the first team outside the Power Five to be ranked in the preseason top ten since Louisville started ninth in 2012. Uh, that was the Cardinals' final season as a member of the HC before joining the ACC. So that's yeah. the first team since 2012 to be in the top in the top ten. So and they shouldn't be. Yeah, I don't know. It's just people trying to look smart. And then and this was to the defending ACC championship Bearcats are the best preseason ranking of a non-power five or non-BCS conference since Boise State was number five to begin 2011. The Broncos routed the Mountain West and finished that season number eight. So. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be whatever. Uh, Yeah, so that's our pick. Uh, those are our picks who we think are going to be crazy. I like, I like North Carolina to make a run to give eight, to give Clemson a run at their money. Um, I like Georgia to finally get it over the top I think this Georgia year. finally get over the top. Yeah, like they're going to win it. That's my team. You're going to go Georgia? Yeah, I'm going Georgia. Okay, so you're saying, I like Georgia. So out, of, so out of this look right here, who do you think is going to be in your final four? Who's going to be your final four? Georgia. Alabama because it doesn't matter what they do, they'll okay. be in it. Some they'll be like, oh, well, you know, it was like raining that day, so it's not gonna rain in a dome. And uh, Ohio State and Oklahoma. Nope. Who would I say? Alabama, Georgia, Ohio, and Clemson. You go Clemson. Clemson. Okay. Yeah. Mine's gonna be. Uh, mine's gonna be. Alabama, Oklahoma, Clemson, Ohio State. I'm going to take the top four teams. I'm going to be really chalky on this. Um, I think oh, I think North Carolina gives Clemson a run at their money, but Clemson just has too much, and then they uh, uh, that's just who I think. So, all right, guys, we're going to move. Georgia on. doesn't it, unless if Georgia plays Alabama in the regular season, then Georgia won't be. But if Georgia doesn't, but they just meet in the final, the SEC final, then Georgia because I feel like Georgia can only beat them once. And it depends on when they beat them. All right, guys, we're going to take one more quick break, and then we'll get back to our final of best uh, best uniforms of all time. Thank you once again to Cal's PD for sponsoring this podcast. Take control of your account and make interacting with Calitz PUD easy with SmartHub. Through SmartHub, you'll be able to view detailed usage information, make a payment, enroll in programs, set account notifications, and much more. You'll also receive important news and information about Calitz PUD and can quickly contact us with any issues regarding your service. You'll be able to put yourself in the driver's seat of your Calitz PUD account. Smart management, smart life, smart hub. All right, and we're back. Thank you again to Cal's PD for sponsoring this podcast. Okay, 
Last thing we're talking about is the greatest uniform or the best uniforms we think of all time. All right, I have a few in mind. My number one, do you know what I'm going to go with? Football? It's, it is football. It's in the NFL. Uh, Chargers. Chargers powder blue uniforms are hands down. When they go with their white helmet, yellow face helmets mask, with the number, with the number, powder blue and the yellow pants, hands down the best looking uniform of all time. You can't. Yeah, you can't it's disagree. really. It's a. It's a good uniform. It no is. one can. No one's like, dude. What are you doing there? Everyone's like, mm. and it's so, like, I can't. I can only think of like one other team in the world that I. Well, not. I mean, there's probably more, but there's a team in England that has similar colors. But yeah, that's a really cool combo. It is a cool. Combo. I like those. I love it. I'm going with a football team, which I think is the greatest. I'll just say helmet of all time. Hang on. Are you going with the Bengals? No, this is college. Oh, college. Okay. Greatest helmet of all time? Yeah. What conference? Pat, Big Ten. Big Ten. Michigan? Yes. That's such a cool helmet. Are the the wing. What about that? Well, we're not going helmets. We're just going, you're going uniforms. But those standard, like the blue helmet, the blue jersey. Not the Adidas versions, the ones they wear now. The Jordan like, versions? Were the, yeah, and then yeah. the yellow pants. That's a really good uniform combination for I me. Do I like, like that those. Michigan uniform. Um, it is, I think when they went to Jordan brand, by the way, Adidas 100% screwed them over. They were so ugly when they went with that. I do agree. Um, at least they, they weren't Under Armour. At least they weren't Under Armour. You're, you're correct on that one. I'm looking at the looking at them right now. The wing helmet is just iconic. You're right. When you have that maize and blue and you got it's the best helmet you it, can't it, beat it we, we will and we'll rank our helmets in a little we'll rank our helmets coming up here pretty soon but yeah you're right those jordan you are correct that uniform is just so iconic and there's nothing to it it's literally no it's like the, they just picked really good colors they did they did they, they knocked out of the park adidas screwed them I like when they went to Under Armour. I or when they went to Jordan brand. They just Jordan, who's also Nike, did a really good job of that. Um, yeah, these are great. I do like these uniforms. These are good ones. A good choice. All right, my second favorite uniform of all time is a NBA team. I don't know, Blazers. Nope. I don't know. They're in the east. They're in the East Coast. Knicks? Nope. Up north a little bit. Boston? Yes. I love the Boston Celtics uniforms. I think, once again, we're going very, very basic uniforms here. I love yeah. the Celtics uniforms. I just think that they're very classy. I think they portray uh, they portray class. They're very – it has never it has never changed, ever. It's the same uniform they've always had. It's never – Yeah, ever, they, ever just, they just add, like, little – like they have like the black uniform now. Yeah, but they also like they'll but, add like a, they'll add the clover like on the shorts. Yeah, they're just they're classic. They're right to it. They're easy to it. I love them. I think I, those are my favorite uniforms or uniforms that just show they're just classic and basic and don't have anything to them. I love the I love the Boston Celtics uniforms. I think they just they look mm, ah they're good. I love them. I also love that green and white combo too. Yeah, my I know this is a home kick, but. I, it gets picked a lot. The Blazers have probably some of the best uniforms oh, in the, the NBA. With the thing that goes to the, the side. sash, the sash goes down the pant. They do. They're very. They iconic. get picked 
they get picked like for the best logo too because if you don't know it's actually a abstract of five on five basketball because there's five lines did you know that i did not know that look at you bring that's an that's an ab it's it's an abstract drawing of five on five basketball is what the trailblazer symbol people think it's the p and the b it was that too but it's also that's what the original thing is Oh, see, look at that. Look at so that. if you see those, those five stripes, but that's what that's for. But that's a pretty cool, even just the the symbol, like if you wear it, it doesn't look like a uh, a thing. Did you know like the NBA, like now new teams have to have like a basketball in their logo? No. Yes. Look it up. It's a rule. You have to have like one logo with a basketball in it. That's so stupid. And I was reading an article about college uniforms. They're going back to like uh, more classic uniforms, not okay. outrageous anymore. Nike said they're going to be more classic. Uniforms. Yeah, I was going to say, okay, I'm going to go another uniform I really like, and you're you might hate me on this one, but I think even you can admit that it's good. When Oregon went, to, nope, just wait. They're all bad. They're all bad. See, he, just as Jordan is a giant o- Oregon State. Like home, they're all terrible. And so he'll never. Are you gonna go with the built Ford tough or the diamond playing no, on their no, those shoulders? Are, those are terrible. I'm not going that or, way. I'm not going oh, that way. When, like when they go classic, when they go classic Oregon looks, those are the ones that I like. When yeah, Mariota, those are everyone's favorite. And then everyone, and then, but then when they pull out some like garbage, like pink uniform, mm-hmm. people are like, "Oh, the kids love that." No, I'm do gonna, kids love that? Do your kids wear pink? Uh, they did for, for breast a, cancer. They did for a while. Like that was a big thing to do it for a while. Um, but then it's, they stopped. Tell them it's lame. They stopped doing it. So okay. So listen. So these are these are the ones that I think I like the most. I I like the winged the the helmets that have the wings on it that aren't like the crazy colors. Like when they went back to more of their original color scheme. My favorite one they wear is when they wear that apple green helmet, apple green. Uh, jersey and the apple green pants and just the yellow the normal colors those that one i like and it can be either with the wings or with the o those ones i like a lot i i not i was never a giant fan of like the chrome you can see the wings on it i wasn't a fan of those yeah. i liked when they go to their their normal colors their green and yellow colors those are the ones that i like the most those are one th- those ones i know you're not a big oregon fan but you have to admit those that do, those do look good no, they don't. It's terrible. He won't do it. <laughs> They're terrible uniforms. They're just a bad company. Yeah, just I like mean, Oregon college. State for a while wore a freaking uh, uh, um, a sports bra for their for their uniforms. For yeah, and now teams are wearing them now. No, they're not. Yeah, they wear actual sports bras now to track their speeds. It's called catapult system. I okay. I'm talking. They about, were just ahead of their time. I'm talking about the uniform that looked like they were wearing a sports bra. You know what I'm talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, and then they only won it for one year, and they beat Oregon at Oregon. How about their How about their woodchuck of a of a logo? Oh, their new one. I hate it. I, okay, That's I'm, supposed to be an axe. It's supposed to look like an axe head too. If you look at it, it doesn't look like an axe head. Like I'm because it chops wood. The one I okay. was like a. The one they're old the Benny, uni- the one Sailor Oregon Benny State uniform best. I do like, Jordan. I do like, I do like their white helmets with their orange uniform and white pants. I do like that look. I think it looks good. Yeah, the best they ever had was in like 2010. They came out with like a giant killers uniform. Yeah, I'm looking at that one right now. It, yeah, that was the best uniform they ever had. That yeah. and they only wore it once. They like that. That's cool. That is a good one. Um, another uniform I really like is um. When it comes to college football, 
I really like Oklahoma's uniforms. Once again, simplicity. Oklahoma mm-hmm. and Oklahoma and Alabama to me kind of both have very good uniforms. They're basic to the point. They're never going to change. And Oklahoma has these like alternate versions of uniforms. I'm not a fan of those ones. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you know who also is a classic is USC. USC they'll never change. change. They'll never change that. They've one. never. I don't think they've ever wore anything other than their like their stand. They've never had like a blackout yeah, they uniform. Haven't. They never have. Um, let's see another one in college football. Ohio State's classic one. Their basic one. I don't like that one's kind of lame. You're not a fan. Iowa's never changed mm. theirs either. Iowa in their helmet. Yeah, yeah, but they don't know how to put stickers on their helmets. <laughs> I don't know why that's there. <laughs> you know, know what I'm saying? I don't know. Usually when I'm like the, about, there's the, a random sticker on top of their helmet, which makes no yeah. sense whatsoever. You know what the worst helmet was, though? It's probably that freaking Jaguar multicolored helmet. Oh, that one was so bad. That was the worst. It was like a poop brown and black. It made no sense. Yeah. By the way, worst uniforms ever. Everyone's in now. I'm going to say this, and you guys are going to hear it, and you're going to be like, yep, this makes a lot of sense. The Dallas Cowboys have three different colors of blue <laughs> on their uniform. Yes. Their, their their pants aren't silver. They're like aqua they're marine. They're aqua marine. They have navy blue and they have royal blue. They have royal blue. Yeah. Their they best uniform. Three... Their best uniform is when they go with the navy with the navy, the navy the, uh, blue, the, the gray, the Thanksgiving the uniform. Yes, that's their best uniform. By the way, speaking of the Cowboys, why the hell do they always wear white? They only ever wear white. I hate it. Because they always because it's a brand thing. You have to make them wear another color. Which, by the way, when I play Madden, I make them wear their home colors. Like when I play Madden yeah. football, I make them wear their colors. It's so. Stupid. They always wear white at home because the home team gets to pick the uniform. They're so ugly. And, and then on the road, they wear white. So you have to like wear white at home I for them to wear. The one reason I hate the Cowboys is because they're when you look at their pants and you look like there's three colors of blue in their uniform. No, you guys, once you look at this again, you'll never, you'll look at their no. pants and be like, you'll like this. Makes you'll no see sense. It. It's aquamarine. Yeah. It's, they're the worst uniforms. The best, the best uniforms in the NFL though, are the Chargers powder blue. Second, I would probably say, I like the Bears uniforms as well. The mm-hmm. Bears is a very good, good one. Um, Steelers, I like their Steelers. Steelers is a good one too. I like their Steelers when they wear the, the all black with the, just the yellow on it. The yeah. one. I like that uniform. Um, I do not like the Seahawks uniforms now no i don't i hate i well, I don't hate them but i tolerate them yeah i wish they would go back to their old colors but with the, not the ones before but the ones before the, the ones silver before. with the royal blue like just yes. like you go to modern style like what like yes the just did. make them mo- yeah yeah make um, it modern i don't hate the chart i don't hate the raiders uniforms the the worst ones are the cowboys i hate the arizona cardinals uniforms those ones are terrible those ones i are, hate the rams ones right now i those are so nice. I like the Rams uniforms. I like that. The Rams. I like that color the combo. Bone white crap. I, I don't like the white ones. I like their home ones. Their home one. I like. So I like ugly. That. That's my favorite color combo. Is that royal blue and yellow is my favorite color combo. Um, let's oh. see another one I don't like in the NFL. I hate the Cowboys. I hate the Cardinals. Um, I also am not a giant fan of the Miami's uniforms. I don't like that color combo, Miami. I know it's classic. I'm just not a fan of I it. I hate the Titans new uniforms. Yeah, can they just go back to this can they just go back to the Oilers colors and swear Oilers yeah. change the Titans? The Oilers had some sick uniforms. Is that powder blue? I I red? used to like the Browns. Their new ones are pretty good now. The, not the ones where they had like orange No no no, they're different. They got new ones this year. They went back to like the, that and they had like seven different shades behind the number. Yeah, the Browns 
went back to their old went back to their roots now. So they have they went back to their old uniforms. So if you Google it, their new uniforms now are um, just basically the 80s. They're like from the 80s. Okay, they're it's way better. Yeah, so it's way better. Um, I do like the browns, all brown uniforms with the orange. I do like that. What about baseball uniforms? Oh, those ones are so good. I love the Cardinals uniforms. I think the Cardinals have a very yeah. classic one. The Cubs. Um, I hate the Yankee pinstripes. I just hate the Yankees. I hate the, I hate the Dave Diamondbacks. Yeah, they've changed they too always... many times. They've changed way too many yeah. times. I love the Mariners Sunday uniforms. When they go with the Royal – yeah, right there. The, the, that one. Um, who else has a good one? Giants have a good one. There's a lot of good – Giants. Teams. I love Giants. The, that's my second team. They, that's Kelly's favorite that's team. Kelly's team, whatever. Um, we're both Mariner fans, which, by the way, Mariners are just killing me right now. Um, but yeah, let's, uh, let's, we got, we only like two minutes left. So baseball is so many, baseball has so many ones. There's too many to choose from. Um, but if I had to choose the, my favorite, the best ones, I'd go with probably giants, Cardinals. Um, those ones are two of my favorite ones. Can you think of anything else? Giants, Cardinals, the baseball ones are hard to screw up. I kind of like the blue Jays. Oh, they're blue ones. The light blues. Yeah. The light blue. I like the Cardinals powder blue ones too. Those ones are old and kind of cool. I like yeah. how Nike's kind of done that. They've gone back to the old ones, giving back the old ones. Yeah. Those are pretty cool. All right, guys, the Giants well, are probably my favorite. Giants are good ones. All right, we can dive, mm. dive deep more into this favorite uniforms. But once again, guys, thank yeah. you very much for tuning into the pod. Thank you to Cal's PUD for sponsoring this episode. And we will see you guys later. See you guys. Have a nice day. That was weird to say at the end there, Jordan. Have a nice day. Like, who are you? Like, you Mr. Rogers over here? Have a nice day. Right, have a nice day, guys. All right. Bye, guys. Don't have a bad one. All right. Hang on. We're out. We're done.